what's up you guys it's your girl talicia and you are listening to unapologetically unplugged what's up you guys it's your girl talicia we are back with another episode so by the title of this episode you already probably know that i'm going to incorporate how the bible says honor thy mother and thy father but i replaced that with grandparents and i'm doing that just to honor our grandparents and to give you know the term give people their flowers while they're here i love my grandparents they are not perfect by any means but they have been in my life since i was born and Well, as far as some of them, I didn't get to meet one of my grandparents because he was already gone before I was born. But the rest of them have been in my life. They have taken care of me. They have allowed me to come and visit and just play a very intricate part in my life and who I am as of today. And so I just wanted to give the grandparents their flowers. And I just wanted to say shout out to my grandma, my dad's mom. She housed us for a bit of time when um, I was younger. My mom was a single parent. My dad had went to jail and it was just, it was rough on my mom and being a single parent. And I just thank God for a grandmother who took us in and made sure that we were straight. And that was always there for me. So without further ado, let's hop into this and just talk about what a praying grandmother is for the black community. So I look at a praying grandmother as, this is my definition. So by any means, if you have your own, please comment what a praying grandmother is or means to you. But as for me in my house, (laughs) a praying grandmother for me is somebody who knows God, who seeks God's face, who is always praying in the midst of trouble and trials and tribulation, I can call my grandma at any time, any, it don't matter what, what time of day it is. And she's going to answer. And if I say I need her to pray for me, she's going to send me a prayer. She's going to call my phone and pray with me right then and there. And I just am very grateful for that because you have to have connection and relationship and when they say two or more gather in his name then things must change things must shift things must transform and transcend you know so yes I can pray on my own my grandma taught me to pray and that prayer is key in everything but when like I said when two or more gather I just feel like that pulls on God's ears more than just me by myself that's solidifying that hey we need you it's not just me individually needing you but we need you and we're asking you to shift things and move things and change things and that he will listen I feel like I have met spiritual grandparents as well um that I've had in the many different churches I have attended throughout my life and the people I've met along my own spiritual journey and just learning who God is. And I just, I thank God for not just, you know, traditional grandparents that are my blood, that's my actual family, but spiritual grandparents and people that you meet 
when you are out in the world that you know will pray for you, that you know will cover you, that you know will want to see the best for you in every aspect of your life. So that's what it means to me. Moving over to not like a song segment, but kind of, I want y'all to go and listen to Revive Us by Todd Tribbett. I, that's like my favorite gospel song right now. And shout out to Alyssa for putting it in her playlist that she sent me, her gospel playlist. And it just, it spoke to me so, so clear as day, like, and was on repeat for like a good three days when I first heard it, because the song is just asking God to revive us and to send a fresh anointing and to shift things and change things that we need him to do. And I was just reminded that we really have to seek after God every day. We have to wake up and want it. We have to want relationship with God. It's like he's the creator and we are his creation. And if you want to learn more about the creator, if you want to learn more about the ways of the creator, you have to study the creator. Like, yes, we are the creation. He's the blueprint. We're the prototype. And we come after him always. And it's like you want to, we're striving every day to be more like the creator. So you have to, you have to get revived sometimes. You have to get rejuvenated sometimes. You have to get replenished and refilled up. All these R's, like write this down, write this down. This is good stuff. But yes, you have to be replenished, refilled, rejuvenated, and revived. You have to be, you have to be, because sometimes we do experience burnout. Burnout isn't just, you know, one dimensional and only towards a job and feeling burnt out towards being a parent, if you are a parent, but you can have spiritual burnout. And when you have that spiritual burnout, I just ask that you will seek a praying grandmother, seek somebody in your life if they're even a spiritual grandmother and get with somebody who knows God and really walks that walk of life genuinely and authentically and doing it right get with them and have them pray for God to revive you listen to the song and ask God to revive you just let the words meditate into your spirit and really really pray I feel like we're losing touch with prayer. And why do I say this? Because I feel like prayer is so quick during church sermons. You will have somebody, it'll be a specific section of the service that's dedicated to a two-minute two prayer. What happened to, you know, longer prayers? I'm talking 30-minute prayers of just really talking to God, really asking God to do things and move things around to where it brings tears to your eyes because you are reminded of just how good his anointing is, how good his grace is, how good his mercy is. He gives it freely every day. We wake up with a clean slate and he did that for us. He saw fit to wake us up when somebody else didn't. Or to have us in our right minds when somebody else may be not, may not be, sorry. And it's just like, you have to start thinking about 
everything that God does that we take so lightly that we don't really sit with and realize how good he is. Breathe in right now. Breathe out right now. Who is pumping the blood through your veins? Who is allowing this physical body to keep being alive and being here? It is all God. It's not nothing that we're doing. We're not controlling what our body is doing. We didn't make our bodies like this. God did it. He did it. And it's time for us to start waking up and appreciating every day what he does for us that we may take for granted. It's not just about, oh, the car, the job, the clothes, the shoes, the food on our table. All of that stuff matters. It all matters. But start with just waking up in the morning. Who breathed that breath of life into you? God. It was God. None of us, none of us are calling people and waking everybody up in the world every morning saying, get up, get up, get up. That is God giving you, touching you, touching you and telling you to wake up and allowing you to have another day, another start, another opportunity to get it right, to do it right, to seek him, to spend time with him. And I'm just so grateful for who God is to me and that I have a personal relationship with God. And it's not maybe the best as somebody else's walk with God, but it's my walk. And I am grateful to know God for myself. I was exposed to Christianity as I grew up. I was around family members that are heavily involved in the church, but I had to learn him for myself. And you just go through experiences in your life that make you want to get closer to God, that make you want to grow a relationship with him. Because I was watching a sermon by Sarah Jakes Roberts, and she pretty much was discussing how God created the world in Genesis and called everything good. He made everything and said it was good. He placed the sun in the sky, said it was good. He put the water in the... He made the ocean and said it was good. Pretty much saying that he made everything in his goodness and called it good. And that we as humans, once Adam and Eve ate from the tree of the knowledge, when they weren't supposed to, they were exposed to good and evil. But God's intentions was to never expose us to the evil it was just supposed to be what was good by the definition of God and that we tend to get wrapped up in our own thinking because our ways are not God's ways we start to misinterpret what is good and evil and I was just like this is insane but it made sense when she broke it down because God's intentions and intentionality was to never expose us to anything bad or evil or to have to deal with any of the things that we go through in life. But because Adam and Eve ate from the tree of knowledge, this is where we are right now. But to be reminded that anything that we may think as evil, God is really 
using it for our good. And he's using it for our good because it was always meant to be good. We were always meant to just deal with the positive, meaning that love was never supposed to turn into heartbreak for us, meaning that we were always supposed to be joyous and never in depression. But because we know what evil is and we were exposed to that knowledge, we now have to deal with the consequences of things that we never were even supposed to be exposed to. And I got happy listening to this sermon because I do have to remind myself that even in the midst of affliction or even in the midst of trials and tribulations, it was all meant to be good. If God called it good, it was supposed to be good. And affliction may not feel good. It may hurt my emotions, my pride. It may take me through some things, but it will all work for the good of the Lord and those that believe in him. And I just, I have to hold on to that. I have to grasp that. I have to walk in that and know that, yes, I'm, I take the risk of loving people and somebody may hurt me, but that hurt may build me up to elevate even more in my life. So just start to seek out the positive and the goodness of your circumstances, because I promise you anything that we go through, it is not meant for evil or bad. God is going to use it for our good. And I just genuinely believe that. So yeah, that sermon really did it for me because I'm like, wow, like this, this is insane. This is insane. This is insane. We have a manual of how to go through life and how to do things. And if you just take time to read the Bible, you just take time to seek out the answers that you need from God. You will be given the answers that you need. And I needed that word when I listened to it this morning. So just grateful, just so, so super, super grateful to be able to be exposed to that. But back to the podcast, the topic at hand, I just want to say I'm grateful to my grandparents. I'm grateful for them being in my lives. I'm grateful for them spending time with me. My grandmother on my father's side watched me growing up, watched all of the grandkids growing up. I was her first grandchild and she has great grands now. And I'm just God, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for a grandmother that spoiled me with love, that spoiled me with my favorite foods, that just, that prayed over me, that helped my mom out when she needed it, and that continuously just pushes me to walk a closer walk with God, and that will stop anything she's doing in her day to make sure I'm okay and to pray for me when I'm feeling down and out or I feel some type of way. I'm grateful for that because I don't have that relationship with my parents. I don't have the greatest relationship with my parents. And even though for a long time I used to feel some type of way about it, I still think I feel some type of way about it. And I'll probably have to, you know, journal about it, go to therapy 
and really start to heal and work through some things. But I'm grateful for a grandmama, a grandmama that loved me no matter what, no matter what I do. I can come to her and be my genuine self and she doesn't judge me and she loves me despite of and I'm just, I'm grateful for an angel on earth, somebody that loves me unconditionally how God loves me. It It's a difference when it's not a romantic love and you may not have a partnership with somebody have somebody that you wake up to every day, but to have a grandmama that loves you, that's your blood, that will pray for you, that will pray to pull you out of and pull you through certain situations, and that loves you unconditionally, that will lay her life down for you like God would, that is a blessing. And I'm so grateful for my grandma because Lord knows I've I've been kept by some of her prayers. Lord knows I've been kept. I've been kept. I've been kept. I'm trying to tell y'all. I've been kept. I've been in places and circumstances that I should not have been in. And things could have went the other way, but they didn't. But God. But a grandmama that decided to pray for me. That decided to wake up early in the morning and start the day off with prayer. And praying over her whole family. Thank you. Thank you, Grandma, I thank you. I thank you so much, and I love you so much, and I honor you, and I pray that you live the longest life that you can live on this earth because when you do return back to God and you go back to him, I don't know what I'm going to do without you. I don't know. I'm going to send you off with the highest praise and just honor And definitely going to dance and have a good old time. But I don't know what I'm going to do without you. Because you were mama to me. You were. You were. And I just love you. I love the time I get to spend with you. It's not that often I get to see you due to me moving. But I hope that you know I love you. I hope that you know I honor you. I hope that you know I appreciate you. And who you are in my life because my parents weren't they they don't do this for me i don't know if they they pray for me i don't i don't talk to them about certain things i talk to you about so thank you for allowing me and giving me a space to be me to be a hundred percent me and to love me despite of and to see me grow into this woman that I'm growing into and to see me walking through this life and trying to figure things out. Thank you for giving me grace and space to be me. God, I'm over here crying. I'm just, I'm grateful for my grandma. I am. I really, really am. And I keep making it a distinction of that it's my father's mom because both of my grandma's names are Sharon so it's Sharon Smith and not Sharon Jones um but my mom's mom that's a that's a completely different story it is not not one that you know goes into this podcast with oh that's just a different story but I am grateful for her as well I'm grateful for for being able to learn from her life experiences. I'll say that. 
Like she's been through a lot, a lot. And um, her walk with God isn't, I don't, I genuinely don't know if she has a relationship with God. I hope she knows him. So when she, you know, does return to him that she gets to heaven, but I'm grateful for having that duality, I guess, for having her to give me the life experiences and the hardships. But my other grandma wasn't able to expose me to that too. But my mom's mom, she been through a lot. And I got to see and hear things that I didn't want to do. And she told me things not to participate in and not to get involved in. So I wouldn't go down the same path that she did. And for that, I am still grateful. I am still grateful for somebody to map out everything that they've done and tell me you don't want to go down that path you don't want to visit that you don't want to try this or that or be like the crowd and do what other people are doing because this is where it can lead you to so I'm I'm thankful I'm thankful for the duality and being exposed to the, just life, life examples, real life examples and real life hardships that will come. No matter if you do have a walk with God or not, you still will have to be able to overcome and withstand tests and seasons and trials that may come up against you. So I'm grateful. I'm super grateful. And my grandpa, I will, I will say that's my role dog, but... We really don't talk about church for real. So I don't know what his relationship with God looks like, honestly. Um, so I won't speak too much on that. But I just wanted to give my grandma her her flowers. Give my grandparents their flowers. I love them. My grandpa has been there for me. We, ain't, we don't have to talk about a, a spiritual side of it. But whenever my car used to break down, what? Grandpa used to help me. He would pay for half of it. I'll pay for the other half because your girl was trying to work and be in school and all of this stuff. So shout out to a grandpa that was always there to help make it better, to always lighten my load, to always lighten my burdens. If I need something, I know I can call on him and he'll do whatever he can to help me. So super grateful for my grandparents. I love them so, so much. And we're about to wrap this up. The last thing I challenge everybody to do is like a DIY project. I was telling my best friend about, I plan to order some like uh, wallpaper and they have like a whiteboard type or either a black one that you can write on with chalk. And I just encourage everybody to do that in their home. Find a wall or a piece of a wall in your home to where you can do this simple DIY little project yourself. And every day I challenge you to start writing down one thing that you're grateful for and reflect on what you wrote down at the end of the week and then erase it and do it all again. I feel like that keeps you in a gratitude atmosphere and mindset and it's called a gratitude wall. And I was exposed to this when I went to a conference in New Orleans and I was just like, wow, like it just, it makes you, to me, when something is in your face every day, it just makes you like remember to be appreciative. Sometimes we just need that, you know, that quick reminder of 
remember this, be appreciative for this and just taking time to be present in the moment and figure out what's your one thing for that day that you want to be grateful for and actually, you know, thank God throughout the day for that one thing that you wrote down because that's important to you. Whatever you wrote down, that was important to you. And to be genuinely, authentically grateful when you go in prayer or when you write it down and you think about it or before you write it down and you're trying to think about everything that God has done for you and trying to pick out whatever that one thing is for the day, like really dig deep into your life and not let it be surface level things, but get deeply rooted into who you are and go into your past five, 10, 15 years, however old you may be and really start to look down the timeline of your life and thank God for each moment each season, each test and get specific and thank him for bringing you out, for bringing you through, for giving you that job, for giving you a promotion. All these things that we get that we just, oh God, thank you. And that'll be the one and done. Thank you. He deserves a thank you every day for everything that he has bestowed upon us. So just yeah, just a DIY suggestion to do if you can. And I'm going to close this out with a prayer. So, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you on today just to say that we thank you. We thank you and we love you so much. We appreciate you. We adore you. We lift you up with the highest praise of hallelujah because you are worthy. And we just want to say that we thank you for your grace and your mercy that you give to us freely every day. We thank you for covering us and anyone that is attached to us and anyone that is attached to them. We ask that you will stretch out your arms of comfort, love, and peace, and that you will keep us from all things that may hurt, harm, or try to endanger us. We know that the weapons will form, but they shall not prosper. And we just want to say that we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye!